0: Chapter 5 of The Little House in the Fairy Wood This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Little House in the Fairy Wood by Ethel Cook Elliott. Chapter 5 World Stories. Now Eric learned that the old woman's name was Nora, for that was what Helma called her and seemed glad to find her there. She stayed on only long enough to see what Helma had brought in her bundles, and then started out for the farm, drawing her red cape closely about her this time, and not blowing much as she walked briskly to the gap in the hedge. Once through, she disappeared quickly in the high drifting snow. Hardly had she gone her way when Evra came from another, jumping the hedge and reaching the door in three bounds helma had bought a good deal of thick brown cloth in the village and a strip of brown leather it was all for eric she had noticed his lack of shoes and stockings last night and that his worn clothes were much too poor and thin for winter in the forest Today, while she sewed for him he would have to stay in that was a pity for it is such fun out in a storm by night though all would be finished and that is good exclaimed ivra for tonight the tree man has asked us to a party we're going to roast chestnuts and play games and there's to be a surprise too the tree girl called it all out to me as i passed just now she had put only her head through the door for the snow came so suddenly it caught her without a single white frock only a bonnet but that was pretty it has five points like a star mother the tree girl said eric what a queer name but how did she know about me to ask me too did she ask me i told her about you and of course she asked you you are my playmate helma pulled a table to the settle and sat down with all the brown cloth before her a work-basket and shears but first she measured eric for his new clothes you may make the leggings if you want to she said to ivra and when you come to a hard place tell me and i will help you may even measure them yourself We're the only forest people, Eric, who wear anything but white in the winter. Most forest people like to be the color of their world. They often laugh at us. But I like brown. Evra makes me think of a brown-blown leaf, and now here will be two of them. You can blow together all over the forest. Eric's eyes swam in sudden happy tears, but he only said, Nora wore red. Oh, she's not one of us, laughed Helma but she's lived close to us so long she is able to see us we aren't afraid of her she's a good neighbor but why might they be afraid of such a nice old woman eric wondered for this was the beginning of new things for him and his mother helma and ivra were strange people but how he loved them now that we are settled at our work and nothing to interrupt what shall it be asked helma she and ivra were sewing briskly one in each corner of the settle Eric was stretched on the floor, looking now into the blaze, and now up at the windows where the snow tapped and swirled. For today, Helma had said, was to be a rest day for him. It was the first rest day he could remember, and how good it was. To know he could lie there with no cans to sort or label for hours, and no Mrs. Freg to boss him about when work was over. There were to be no more cans for him forever, and no more Mrs. Freg helma had said that quite firmly he believed her and was so happy that he trembled and so it being true that never again should he go back to that unchildlike life that had frightened him so and tired him so all the breaths he drew felt like sighs of relief and he turned his shaggy little head on his arm crooked under it and watched helma's flying brown fingers with glad eyes what shall it be asked helma Oh, world stories, please, said Evra, drawing her feet up under her as she bent over her sewing. Eric probably knows very few of the world stories, said Helma. So sometime I shall have to go back to the beginning and tell them all over for him. And I'll stay and hear them over again, too, cried Evra, dropping her work to clasp her hands. I love to hear stories over. Why, better than that, you might tell them yourself. Would you like that? oh yes if i can do you suppose i can mother helma i shall begin at the very beginning way back before men were in the world at all or fairies even he'd like to hear about the big animals and you will listen mother to see that i get it all right now these world stories of helma's were wonderful stories but all true they began way back when the earth was young there were stories about the earth itself how it hung in space and turned making day and night when the strange great animals that by and by appeared on the earth and have since gone from it first came into the stories and then later the floods and glaciers and at last the first man any child might have listened with delight and wonder ivra had listened so ever since she was a tiny girl old enough to understand it all and with man and the wonderful happenings that came along with him ivra had begged for the stories day and night and never could have enough of them for then in a great procession came the stories of cities and nations of great men and women of explorations and adventures they led in turn to stories of languages and writing of painting and geometry of music and of life the names of these things may not promise good stories to you but that is only because you do not know them as stories if you could listen to helma telling them by the fire or out in the starlight deep in the wood or swinging in a treetop then no other stories you might ever hear would satisfy you quite so perhaps it is as well you do not know now just where helma's little house is standing deep in the wood under the snow ivra always said that the nicest thing about the stories was the interruptions helma never minded them and she answered all the questions ivra asked She answered them by making things that Eva could see with her own eyes, by drawing pictures on the ground or in the ashes, building with earth or snow, playing with wind and water, and in a hundred other ways. Sometimes the answer to a question would take up the playtime of a whole day. But now Eric was to hear his first story, world story or any other kind. Can you imagine how it would feel if today you were to hear the first story of your life? already asked helma the silence in the room said plainer than words that all was ready for the world story this time it was a story about a man named st francis and a story after eric's own heart almost as fast as the story went the work of helma's fingers but eva was neither so swift nor so skilled and the leggings were dropped many times from forgetful hands because all her thoughts were gone away following the story yet somehow the leggings got done and the jacket and trousers got done and even a little round cap and all before dusk for a finishing touch helma sewed two soft little brown feathers she had picked up in the snow one on either side of the cap which gave eric small as they were and soft as they were a look of flying then nothing remained but the sandals and because eric was well rested by then he was allowed to help at them they were cut from the strip of brown leather and helma showed eric how to shape them and sew them himself so after supper he stood attired all in brown a pale happy child ready for his first party ivra and eric were to go to the tree-man's party alone for helma was going far away from the wood to spend the evening with a comrade it was to be a very long walk for her for she put on her heaviest sandals and pulled the hood of her cloak up over her hair she walked with the children as far as little pine hill it was a low hill bare of trees except for a dwarfed pine on the top in summer the slope was slippery with the needles of the little pine but now it was several inches deep in snow it was bright starlight and far away down an avenue of trees eric saw shining open fields and beyond them the lights of the town there helma said good-bye Eric looking up at her in the starlight saw her hair like pale firelight under her dark hood and her eyes so calm and friendly. He clung to her hand for a minute. Have a good time, she told them. Ivra leapt away and Eric after her. Helma stood watching until their little forms had flickered out of sight among tree shadows. Then she sped down a starlit avenue towards the open fields and the town. Chapter five